welcome to Hunting Pixels, the one and only official video game podcast of Culture Bop, with capital P. Uh, today is a special episode with two of the three hosts here, and today we are doing what we do best in that we are shooting the shit. There is no structure here, no rules at all even. This is the ECW of the podcast world. And tonight, I am joined by Austin from the Top Rope Stevens, and I am Dylan the Steamboat Martin. How's it going, oh, wow. Austin? Yeah. Creative nicknames this week. There we go. Yeah, I, uh, it's going good, man. I'm, uh, I feel really charged up for this episode. Just cut, you know, I, sh- I hate you so much. That just came back to me. <laughs> Like, you know, I, I really feel like nobody can can turn this energy off or, like, take it away. Like, I'm feeling that good. Oh, boy. <laughs> all right. I want you to know it almost went completely over my head and out of the park entirely. Just want yeah. you to know that. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm glad it didn't. Oh, I, I really God. wanted you to catch it. Tried to hold my composure tonight. Yeah. Well, welcome <laughs> back, dude. It's been a, It's been a minute. It has, dude. I don't think I've recorded in like a month. A month and a half. It's been a nice... Well, I'm not going to say nice vacation because it's it's usually if we're not recording, there's not a good reason. <laughs> yeah, it's usually, usually something terrible some has bullshit. happened. Uh, you know, as life is one to throw at us. It, it do be doing that, man. So, so, so all good in your life, at least this week so far? Uh, <laughs> well, considering it's Monday, yeah, yeah. this week's been... Uh, yeah pretty good so far that's Um, why i ask i am off for the next two days so that's a super big oh good so you and i record tonight and then are you two recording on wednesday not that i know of oh good all right hopefully this is an evidence against that (laughs) uh well okay so you've been gone i'm gonna say about a month and a and a week something like that a month month and and some change i just came back last week after a month so I'm going to keep in mind that we still truly have a catch-up to do. Like We do, yeah. The three of us haven't sat down. It's been so weird. Last week, unfortunate circumstances led to you. Uh, mm-hmm. This week was Josh. Next week, maybe it's me. I don't know. I don't actually, say that. Don't, don't put that kind that of energy out yeah, there. Don't do that. I'm not trying to be that way. So, Come on, guy. Um yeah, so it's just, we have a lot to talk about, so when when we kind of get into this episode, it sucks because there's things that I wanted to save for the catch-up episode, but at the same time, we need some su- we need some substance. That's, <laughs> so I, that's true. <laughs> so I just need to make sure that I, 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 uh, I uh, do more in this coming yeah. week that I can just bring to that. There you go. That's motivation to like... <sighs> Well, you know, actually do things. It should be motivation. You're right. <laughs> Absolutely. But he was like, well, be. you know, may I just play Cyberpunk? Maybe. Right. Well, that's that's something that I've been doing. I think I talked about that a little bit. I know. Bit I saw week. you doing it the other night. Yeah, I've been... I've Weird added up some hours. It's, uh... That is also... Everything is going around me tonight. This is not good. I'm not with it. <laughs> uh, I was just okay with you creeping. You know? Oh, I mean, you know. I still am. It's fine. Maybe there was. If a I do, I, I can't okay tell you. You know. 
That defeats the point of it. Because if you know I'm doing it, it's not as fun. No, see, because you just alluded to it, and now I kind of know. And I'm okay with not knowing when it's happening, but at least tell me after the fact. Like, hey, three nights ago, that thing you're doing, great. (laughs) Nice form. Yeah, nice form. Well, I meant cyberpunk, but... (laughs) (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Okay, yep. Uh... So yeah, just just tell me post fact. That's all right, bet I got you. You know where I work. You actually know where I fucking sleep now too. So I do. Uh, Yeah, but I've also met your dogs. I ain't coming in that house, bro. I I don't know, (laughs) (laughs) bro. (laughs) Fucking uh, uh, which one didn't I feel like didn't really like me? Was it the blind one? No, that one loved you. (laughs) She's also deaf. But you and notice how you just went with it? You didn't yeah, try to correct me at first? I can't even defend it anymore. I am going to start now correcting that with, um, because it's usually, uh, you know, yeah, she's the blind one. I'm going to be like, well, first off, their pronouns are they, them, and they're deaf. <laughs> yeah, they, um, they were really, they were really eyeing me down. They, um. Yeah, Moxie was the is the aggressor. She can actually. Moxie hear. was not picking up the vibes. No. <laughs> and it, and it, and you you both kept were like, hey, stop looking at her, bro. Like, if you just stop, she'll be cool. But like, how do you not look at her? You just don't. It's like Itachi, dude. Don't meet the don't don't meet the eyes. <laughs> that's that's true. Nice Naruto. <laughs> Uh, I'll be talking about that in a second, and that kind of ropes me back oh. into, yeah. So that ropes me back into what I was going to ask you, because I'm hoping you're going to talk about the one I want you to talk about. Can uh-huh. you hit me with one bit of media that you've been watching recently? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I've been watching and reading uh, a uh, violent amount of One Piece. Yeah, and, and playing games of it, dude. I. I'm what so happened, motherfucker? In. I'm so fucking in, dude. I'm so in. Uh, so a couple weeks ago, Madison's brother was uh, uh, hanging out with us, as he is one to do literally every night, um, because he lives like two minutes away. And so it's like, oh, if you want to catch dinner or something, uh, eh, fuck it. That's inconvenient. Uh, no, no. Actually, it's not. He is, I think, out of my, out of all of my in-laws, for sure, my favorite. Good. We always have a good time. We regularly hang out, and it's it's great. It's nice. It's nice having that. Because um, Madison does not have a single one of those from me, so that is know, some, true. Somebody's got to do it. Um, but he's a big One Piece guy, dude. He's he. I remember when me and Madison first got together, he had just kind of started One Piece, and you know he's been fully caught up for years and always been really, really passionate about it. And I, I part of me was like, you know, it's almost like the Josh, the situation with Josh. Like I, I I'm not gonna watch Cowboy Bebop because I'm not gonna give him the satisfaction of watching it. Oh God. Yeah. So, you know. Um, I was like, ah, yeah, I'll, I'll get to it eventually. And then I got and to now's it. now's eventually. And, dude, it's... I'm having a fucking blast. It How is, many episodes deep are you? I am... Let me check. I, I know manga-wise, I am 108 chapters in. But that's out of, like, 1,187. Yeah. So, um, but the crazier part is... Uh, I believe the most recent episode of the anime was 1,073. 
So they're pretty fucking caught up. Yeah, they're really not. I would honestly say they're maybe. That's and it, sa- it sounds like a long time, but uh, in One Piece's case, it, it's kind of not. Yeah. Um, I would say that they're probably like eight month, eight to twelve months behind the manga. That's not bad at all. No, not for, for a that series volume. that's been running since '96. Yeah. You know. Um, that's crazy. But we are. We're about sixty-five episodes in. Okay. Uh, to the anime, and I'm honestly pretty like I'm pretty neck and I'm pretty much at the exact same uh, uh, arc uh, between the two because I've been watching it at home with Madison and then reading the manga at work, and then I catch back up when I get home again watching it with Madison. So it like kind of keeps me pretty neck and neck with it. So better um, than you thought it would be. Yeah, honestly. And uh, another super rad thing about this is just how much my kids have gotten into it, dude. Like, this is the coolest thing Josie has ever seen. Like, she thinks One Piece is just, like, the greatest anime that's ever been made. She is fucking in, and so is August, and it's awesome. That, why One Piece out of everything that they have seen? I don't know. I, I genuinely don't know. That's crazy. Okay. Is she what? caught up on all 60 episodes with you, or is she just kind of tuning yes. in? Yes. No, she's what? caught up on all 60. No, she's watched pretty much every episode with us. Dude. So she's she's along for the ride, really. How old is she? Uh, She will be seven this year. Okay. This, yeah, she'll this... be seven in September, and August will be four in September. So by... By end of the year, a seven-year-old girl is going to have watched all 1,080 episodes by the time oh. someone like me and Josh. Honestly. Jesus Christ, dude. She's in, man. She's she's in. And it's, like, it's so... It's got a, it's got a lot of really heavy-hitting themes behind it. Like, uh, One Piece is extremely fucking progressive. Uh, for a manga series that started in 96, it is extremely fucking progressive. Uh, extreme, extremely anti-fascist and anti-capitalist. Uh, so there, there's a lot of really heavy-hitting, pretty mature themes, but somehow this show still manages to have this, this really light-hearted, wholesome kind of feel to it, even around all of that extra shit. Now, is this your first time truly, because I know you've tried to dabble, but is this your first time really getting this deep into yes. it? Yeah, this is the uh, the the first time I tried to get into it, I got all the way to the first real recruited crew member, um, and like I think now I'm at, I think the crew's at five. Okay. See, I remember watching this as a kid when like... Um, when Naruto would come on on the weekends and stuff, and like uh, yeah, same and the shit would follow. Like that's how I remember watching it, and I think I remember enjoying it, but not as much as I did uh, Naruto. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I ever truly got into it. But now you have watched Bleach, you have watched Naruto, and now you're watching One Piece. Which one do you think? You know, if, if One Piece continues to hit like it's hitting now for you, like which one do you see yourself gravitating towards in terms of favoritism? Um, I almost don't want to say it because it sounds like recency bias, but one thousand percent One Piece. That's crazy. and and for the soul for the very simple fact, like and, and I'm I'm extremely early into the series, 
So, like, I don't, obviously, I can't really give a full, full opinion and breakdown of everything. Um, but from what I have experienced so far, out of the three, One Piece has the best written women that I that I have ever seen out of the out of the big three. I got um, you. That's pretty. F- that's that's a testament to itself when you think about it. I I really think that I, I think Bleach does a significantly better job, but Naruto especially. All of the major female characters in Naruto are written like complete dog shit. Uh, yes, one thousand percent agreed. Um, they are all so extremely underutilized. It's not even funny. Yep. I think soccer, like out of seven hundred chapters, Sakura gets two good fights. Two, one at the very fucking beginning, one in the Chunin exams, and then uh, immediately after the time skip in Shippuden. That's it. Like, that's all she gets. Even in the final battle, when it was like, you know, this big deal that Team Seven was reunited for the first time, she wasn't doing anything. She was just chilling on the sidelines with an injured Obito and Kakashi. She wasn't doing anything. Uh, I think she did help get the final blow in, but, like, that's it, bro. Like, what the fuck? Um, So you feel like uh, Nami and whoever else is, like, much more well-written into the show to be more of, like, an integral part of it other than just like, oh, yeah, she's definitely there, but what does she do? Oh, yeah, and... Uh, one of the things that pe- that I think gets shat on about One Piece the most is its egregious fan service. Yeah. Um, not so much in the beginning. There's definitely hardly any fan service in the beginning. Uh, but once you get to the time skip, it, it's pretty uh, insane. Um, but aside from that, which I, I feel like I can't even really use that as a real complaint because there's like maybe three shows that don't have fan service that are actually good. So... You know, it's like, can you really hold it as an issue when everything else is doing it and not and not getting shat on for it? Yeah. Um, but uh, for like the very first arc that starts to go down uh, Nami's backstory, um, she you meet her very early. You meet her in like the uh, first or second episode. Um, but you don't get to learn anything about her until probably 30, maybe 40 ish episodes into the series. Um, when the crew, uh, manages to accidentally stumble on her hometown village. Uh, basically they had just recruited their, um, was the, the fifth crewmate and they went to go back to their ship and it was gone. Nami was gone. Nowhere to be found. The ship was gone. Nowhere to be found. They knew that, like, she was very open in the beginning that her whole thing is that she's a thief. Like, all she cares about is money. She doesn't care about anything else that's going on with them. All she's worried about is how much money she's taking home from all of these, from whatever ships they they conquer or uh, other pirates that they beat. And so they were like, okay, well, she just took off with our boat and everything we fucking had. So that's a problem. We're going to have to go find her. They eventually uh, manage to follow her and they get to... um, her village, and they learned that her village uh, eight years prior was uh, basically captured and enslaved by a uh, pirate gang. Um, and basically, on the first day of every month, uh, this pirate gang would come around 
and you had you you basically had to pay them a fee to live. If you couldn't pay, you were executed at the end of the day. Um, and the fees were not cheap. It was a hundred thousand for an adult and fifty thousand per child. So they weren't like this wasn't easily obtainable money for these people. Like this was already a pretty. I don't want to say run down, but also not like financially well off village. Like they didn't have that kind of income just laying around. Um, and when it, when they originally, uh, uh, conquered the Island, they, they, uh, rounded up all the, the townsmen, they got their money. Uh, a couple of people couldn't pay and, you know, were executed or injured for, to kind of show as an example um, they find Nami's house on the edge of the island because they uh, her her adoptive mom is cooking and they can see like the smoke signal, and they drag her adopted mom out, someone who is so poor that she she can't feed her kids anything besides tangerines. She has a tangerine farm, and that's like ninety percent of what their kids eat because she can't afford anything else. And they drag this woman out. They tell her she has to pay. She's like, "Well, sorry, don't have any money." They proceed to break these break this bitch's arms, bro, in front of everybody, the whole fucking town. They're like, all right, we already broke your arms, so you need to start fessing some cash up or we're going to kill you. And Nami and her sister end up seeing it all happen, and they're, the townsfolk are trying to keep them away. They're like, go run, hide. Like, we'll cover this. We'll tell her, tell them that she doesn't have kids, so she doesn't have to pay the extra money. You just have to leave, have to leave the island and don't ever come back. And Nami refuses to do that. She's like, no, this is my mom. Like, why do I have to leave because I'm poor? Like, why do I have to be separated from my family because I'm poor? That's not fair. Like, I don't want to do that. And her mom agrees to pay the 100000 for herself. And right as she agrees to pay, she tells this pirate that the 100000 is not for her. And it's for her two kids. But she can't afford to pay for herself. So in front of Nami, her sister, and the entire townsfolk, that pirate pulls out a gun, blows her fucking brains out, and basically kidnaps Nami. Um, after searching their house, he realized that she's like has this incredible talent for drawing maps, and he's like, "Oh, like I need to get through the Grand Line. Like I can have this kid draw a map, so it's easier, and I can go back and forth." So he takes her. She ends up becoming into, inducted into his pirate crew. She receives a branding tattoo on her arm showing that she's a member of this pirate crew. And the village kind of disowns her for it. They're like, what is she doing? Like, is she, like, is she fucking nuts? Like, they killed her mom like, in front of all of us. But her whole reason for joining the crew was this captain named Arlong. He said, if you can pay me $100 million, I will leave this town. You can have everything back. If you pay me a hundred million. So she spent the last eight years of her life scrounging up all of this fucking money. Um, by the time the crew gets, uh, gets to the Island, uh, you find out that she is only seven, she's 7,000 short from having the hundred million to let her people go. Um, and long story short, uh, Arlong ends up not living up to his, uh, end of the bargain and instead rats her out to the Navy uh, and the military who then come to seize that money, basically restarting, uh, starting her. What over. the fuck? Um, and that's kind of where the show kind of starts to show the political corruption because like the Navy knows what's going on here. The townspeople thought that the Navy just never came. They came, they've been knowing. 
they were just getting paid off to leave these pirates alone. That's and crazy, dude. I didn't know it was like that deep. Luffy and the entire crew learn about it, and there's there's a there's a scene where Luffy goes to talk to Nami. She's upset after learning all of this. She's like, there's a scene of her taking a dagger and just like trying and stabbing herself in the arm, like trying to scrape this tattoo out of her skin. And Luffy just grabs her arm, doesn't say anything, just stands there, cold as fuck, just stands there. And she eventually stops yelling at him. She cries a little bit more, and she asks him for help. He puts his hat on her head, turns around, walks in, and proceeds to beat that dude's fucking teeth out. It was <laughs> so, like, he did not even say anything, bro. He walked into this fucking pirate's, like, uh, little sh- little mini palace that he's built, basically. Kicked the fucking doors down, said, hey, are you Arlong? And he said, yeah. Stone cold, cold cocks him in the mouth. Doesn't say a single fucking word, and that's pretty much when the entire fight begins. That's wild. And it's like, it's it's little shit like that that's keeping me roped in. It's these, like, it's crazy how quickly Luffy switches from this, like, really optimistic, happy-go-lucky, honestly kind of fucking stupid, uh, like, 17-year-old kid to just the coldest motherfucker any of these pirates have ever met in their lives. Uh, needless to say, I am very excited for the live action. Are you? I, I am. I think it's going to be fucking great, to be honest. When does it drop? Uh, in two weeks. Oh, drops, my God. Uh, August 31st. And, and... I am completely caught up with every bit of content that the first season is going to show. That's so crazy. Like, it's just another thing to keep you hooked into the series. Honestly. And it's coming out at, like, I didn't even fucking know it was coming out in August until, like, two or three weeks ago. I don't think anybody did. I don't think they announced that until, like, maybe less than a month ago after I had started getting into it. So I was like, huh. I, I feel like I have to do this now. And you're playing... Uh, Odyssey, yeah, I am. Uh, I haven't, I haven't played too much of it yet. I think I've only played like the first maybe forty five minutes to an hour. Yeah. Um, but, but point being, it's yeah, just continuing it's one more on. Thing. Yep, hyper fixation is real right now. The the uh, the live action cast, dude, like they fucking nailed that fucking cast. All of these. All of these actors look very, very, very accurate to the to the anime and the manga, um, and I kind of think that's helped by the fact that they, when they went to do this project, um, uh, Oda, the guy who wrote the manga, is actually the uh, I think executive producer of the of Netflix's adaptation. Uh, so he's very hands on and directly involved in all of it. And he wanted to make sure that the ethnicities of the actors hired directly match the ethnicities of the characters. Um, I think the only one that's off is Luffy. It's uh, the Luffy is supposed to be Brazilian or like the real world equivalent of Brazilian. And um, the actor they picked was, uh, uh, I, I believe, Mexican. But it's still it's still of Spanish descent. So it's like, okay, that's like, that's neat. And then, um, like Zoro is Japanese and the actor is Japanese 
and the actor playing Zorro actually also played one of the main characters in the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure live action adaptation, um, which is also not a bad adaptation. It's not good, but it's not bad, and that's kind of a plus for those. Um, and then the the actress that played Nami has been trying to do this for years. Like she has been like I watched an interview with her the other day. And she, like, she's always been into anime, especially One Piece. Like, she's been pretty much into it since she was a child. And a couple of years ago, when she heard that this project was happening, she wanted to get on board with it so bad that she dyed and cut her hair to closely match Nami's. And just started posting selfies and posting videos of her, like, basically cosplaying as Nami. So that anybody from Netflix that saw it might be like, oh shit, like, okay. And then... She got the phone call, and now she's doing it. She's playing Nami in the live-action adaptation. And that's really fucking neat, dude. Like, that's a really awesome story. Like, wholesome uh, coming-up story. Uh, So I'm really stoked for it. I think it's going to be really, really good. Uh, Cast looks great. Um, I like that it looks like they're kind of using more practical effects than they are um, uh, CGI. The only real bit of cgi i feel like i noticed was obviously luffy's arm stretching um but it looks really good man it looks really good and one piece is fucking great yeah i'm looking at it now it'll be i mean we'll see i don't have uh great expectations for live action and adaptions but hey and you shouldn't yeah more power to them though (laughs) looking at the cast i mean I guess we'll find out. Especially I, if she's excited for the role. Yeah, dude, she's thrilled about it. God, I hope this doesn't get canceled after season one. That would be devastating for this woman. Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't get cowboy bebopped. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sorry, I can Josh. only I can only imagine how upset Josh was. Like, it has to feel pretty terrible to see your favorite anime of all time not only get an adaptation, but get kind of treated like shit. Yeah, I mean, I was pretty fucking heated at the Death Note shit, to be honest with you. Dude, Death Note is bad. Like, I don't know... I don't... Like, people who haven't seen the anime probably don't understand how really fucking terrible that movie was. And I hated every bit of it, dude. Every dis- It's like every yeah. decision they tried to make about that movie was wrong. Yeah, I was going to say, Willem Dafoe did good. But that's it. But that's, that's it. That's literally it, dude. Yeah. Um, and they didn't even show his face. Not one time. What the fuck is that, bro? They show him, like, in a shadow to where you can see his eyes and you can see, like, the tiniest, tiniest details of his face. But that's it. And, like, ugh, so stupid. Yeah, so was... good luck with your One Piece. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know... Uh, Bleach also isn't a terrible adaptation. So how it's... long before they hit Naruto with the live action? Uh, oh, God. I'm surprised it hasn't been done already, dog. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I know that, like, uh, they're... There was talks of a live-action Naruto project back in, like, 2012. Um, And I think that there actually was a studio pretty committed to doing it. 
Um, but they they just for whatever reason at the last minute was like, nah, this actually sounds terrible. <laughs> We're not gonna do it. Um, keep in mind though, that's also after Dragon Ball Evolution released. That's after the Last Airbender released. Ugh, um, the greats. Uh-huh. <sighs> Which whether you want to admit it or not, the live the Last Airbender is a live action anime adaptation. Yeah. Um, I know it's so weird that people don't consider Avatar anime. It is very clearly inspired by Eastern an- animation. How far did you make it? Uh, in Avatar, yeah. uh, I've seen book one. Okay. I've, I've I've I think I can confidently say that I've seen all of book one. I'll and, allow it. Okay. And I I've seen bits and pieces of uh the last season. I think. Yeah, because I, I like I've seen the I've seen Zuko fight Azula. Um, I've seen the like little dragon dance that Zuko and Aang did, and that was so pretty, dude. That was so cool. Yeah. Um, and then I I remember an episode of Zuko wearing like a blue oni mask and breaking Aang out of a prison. Um, uh, yeah, something like I, that. I I think that I think that that's about it though. Close enough. Um. Alright, well the reason I asked about uh, Naruto live action is because I know I, I kept saying it over and over like sporadically throughout the year, but I am indeed sitting down to actually watch Shipp- uh, Shippuden now, and I, I feel like I don't even have to because mm-hmm. when I tell you so, if I scroll through 10 TikTok videos two of them will be WWE, two of them will be Naruto Shippuden and then the other six will be miscellaneous shit of either dog, gyms, or fucking something animal. Yeah. Um, I feel like I, I've known the entire story of Naruto now for a very long time because of this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but even still, I'm, I'm watching through it, and I know this time it's actually going to stick because I've watched ten episodes in one day. And oh wow, that's a lot for yeah. That's a lot for you. Yeah, I don't. I don't know do if that. people listening at home understand that, but yeah, that's that's saying a lot, dude. It's so, a big deal. Um, uh, what did I just watch? Um, oh, um, the two separate teams are fighting, uh, Kisame and Itachi, respectively. Mm. So that's I'm still at the very beginning. Um, yeah. But I, like I said, because of TikTok, I know I know the story, dude. But I did want to ask you: Do I just skip the filler, or do you think I should watch it? As this is my first true core watch through. Um, I have a guide. Personally, me, I would say skip it because some of Naruto's filler is pretty wildly not that good. Um, there are a couple of episodes that are 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 pretty honestly pretty fucking hilarious uh but for the majority it's not it's not great um i think there's a couple of like little filler villains but they don't like obviously it's filler so it doesn't it doesn't amount to anything yeah Uh, i probably will do the skill of the the filler skip then just because yeah i want to actually stay invested and i don't want to get lost out of the 500 episodes i'll have to watch i would say the only filler that i wouldn't recommend skipping is the last couple of episodes um, like the like the marriage episodes and stuff yes leading into boruto 
Yeah. Gotcha. Um, okay. Because they are genuinely so fun. Um, like, all of the marriage stuff pretty much happens in the very last episode. Um, and then the couple of episodes before that are uh, characters that get explored, like, just a little bit more. Like, it's their kind of their last chance to do a deep dive on some of these characters. Yeah. Um, like, I think there's a little mini story uh, story arc with Shikamaru and uh, Tamari. Uh, I think there's a Kakashi and Yamato little story arc. There's, like, a little Itachi episode. Um, and and they're genuinely some really heartwarming and interesting stories, but Got you, so the rest of it, I would say those. no. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good, because I'll just keep watching that. Like, I watch... I'm watching all the Office uh, super fan episodes right now, so it's the extended cut of, like, the first, I don't know, four, mm-hmm. five, six seasons, something like that. Yeah. But, um, like, later on at night, I start watching Naruto, and then I can just bump back, like, shit, four or five episodes in a sitting, maybe, mm-hmm. just because they're semi-short. So I think that's why it's been so easy for me to make it through, and now I'm hooked on it because now I actually want to see it because I've watched these, you know, 30 to three minute 30 second to three minute long videos of fucking naruto lore for the past two years now and i've always like i grew up watching the original series and i watched some of shippuden but i never finished it i think i'm actually further now than i ever was before damn Um, yeah which is not saying a lot dude it's only like uh, i'm not like i'm not even to the point where i see sorcery for the first time so oh um, damn yeah well i mean for like uh... his real face his real face i mean Saucery is uh, voiced by my boy, Jonah Youngbosh. Of course he is, dude. I didn't even fucking know that. (laughs) You don't notice it until he takes his cloak off. I got you. Okay. Um, But, uh... But, yeah, so that's that's my fucking um, media outlet right now because I've been... uh, I finished up Euphoria, so hopefully next week, if we actually sit down to do the catch-up, I can tell you instead of being on episode... Fuck, what am I on? Like, 4, 14, 15, 16? I don't know, but, like, oh, yeah. hopefully I can tell you I'm on, like, episode 30-something next week. Uh, it's it's interesting that you brought up Naruto because um, uh, Boruto actually came back yesterday. Uh, yeah, like the manga. The, the it took a hiatus. Uh, and now we are in a time skip. Yeah, but it picks up immediately where it left off, apparently. Like, immediately. No. No, not at all. Uh, no, like no, I'm sorry. Not like not like date. Not like they went to sleep and then that's the next yeah. day. That's not what I meant. I should have said like they didn't even like ease their way back into it. Like apparently Boruto came back within the first like you know what I'm saying. Like he was there yeah. like, immediately and they didn't build back up into his uh, return or anything. Like unf- I don't know, dude. I don't know why. Uh, no, the- I would say I I wouldn't say that. I mean, you don't even see him until the last page of the chapter. But that's what I think a lot of where I'm seeing the complaints come from is that they're not even complaints. Let me get that there now. It's not complaints. But they're like, wow, I expected him to return like three episodes in and like they kind (laughs) of eased back into everyone's Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said three episodes. I'm at three chapters. Okay. Yeah. um, No, and I can understand that. It was kind of... I don't know. They like he was on the very, very last page of the chapter, and then it was over. But this is what I'm saying, dude. The fact that I understand, (laughs) 
I understand what you're saying with Boruto. I understand that it just came back. <laughs> There's something wrong with this, Austin. Like, this is all that comes up on my For You page on TikTok, on my Reddit, whatever that is. This really wants you is. to finish Naruto. I guess it does, and I guess I'm going to have to. because I will I'll... say, though, I really do like some of the character designs in Boruto. I really I like some of the time skip designs. I agree. I think, I, I mean, shit, um... I don't have a problem with really many of them, to be honest with you. Uh, Sarada especially looks fucking great. Yeah. They... I like some of the redesigns that I've seen fans doing. Yeah. But I, I like how she came across, too. Uh, Shikamaru being the eighth Hokage now is wild, but also well-deserved. Yeah, didn't see that one coming, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but here we are. Dude, Shikamaru was cold, man. He does not get some of the credit that he fucking deserves uh, from Shippuden. Uh, especially when he... Uh, I don't... See, I don't know how much of it you know or have seen. So I don't want to, like, just start throwing out character deaths and you're like, Oh, didn't know that was happening. You know I, mean, I mean, I know some big ones like Itachi and Neji. Okay, well then... Yeah. Uh, and what was the, f uh, what is his, uh, Asuma? Is that his name? Asuma, yeah. Yeah, I know him. Yeah, when Shikamaru fights Hidan, uh, which is the Akatsuki member that kills Asuma, cold, bro. That motherfucker <laughs> was insane, bro. He, like, Hidan's whole thing is that he's extremely religious and he's immortal or whatever and can't die. Is Hidan um, the one with the, the scythe? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, when Shikamaru fucks that dude up and basically has his life in his hand, this man lights up a fucking cigarette before finishing the job. And he said, I'm trying to remember what he He said something along the lines of, uh, I get. I guess this makes me your god and I'm going to decide, where, decide <laughs> whether you live or die. And right now, I'm choosing death before lighting this motherfucker ablaze. That was That's cold. That's so crazy. That All scene right. is fucking awesome. Yeah, I'm excited, man, because I actually think I'll stick with it. Like, I'm enjoying the fights that I've seen so far, and I know it's not even scratching the surface of what's to come. Mm -hmm. You know, especially when the pain and Madara days come up and stuff like that. So, Ugh, Naruto should have stopped after Madara. Well, that's another one I'm going to decide for myself whether I like the uh, what the Otsutsuki or whatever they're called. The uh, uh, alien space ninjas. Yeah. Um, alien so we'll space see, ninjas. I honestly, I think one of my only real complaints with Naruto is I kind of feel like the longer it went, especially getting into Boruto, I feel like it was much, le much less about being a shinobi and more about just super-powered individuals. Um, like, by like by the last season of Naruto, or the last arc of Naruto, like, they don't even use hand signs anymore. They completely stopped doing that. <laughs> and, like, that's kind of sad, because, like, the whole original premise of, of Naruto being this world of, of hyper-deadly shinobi was... It, it was awesome, and it's one of the things that hooked me into the series so hard as a kid. Same. Truly. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, All things I, have to grow, I suppose. We'll see. I mean, I'm a... 
I think because I know a lot of what happens, I'm more okay with it going into it. Uh-huh. So I'm not going to be as pissed as everyone else when I see fucking white aliens come down and yeah become everyone's gods and stuff. So at least I know yeah. it's coming. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. It's going to be a long time from now because that's fucking 400 episodes deep probably. So. Oof. Um. All right, well. We'll save the rest of what we've been watching, which for me is nothing, for next week. Um, next let's week's just, just going to be a lot of Gundam stuff for me, I'm not going to lie. I watched five Gundam movies this weekend. Well, that's good. I'm going to talk... I, I, t- I was going to talk cyberpunk, but instead I want to get into some nitty-gritty with you, something that's more important right now. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. I know. I've been waiting a long time for this. <laughs> I didn't do it last week because you weren't here. So are we just diving right into it? Not really. Oh, okay. No. Um, I have, dude, when I am two critical events away from beating Pokemon Violet again. Oh, oh shit. Well. Yeah, I, I say okay. again. It'll be the first time. Um, I haven't even gotten the first badge yet. Yeah, I have to beat the Elite Four, and then I have to go do the uh, uh, Giant Crater. Whatever yeah, it's yeah, called. yeah. Yeah. So that's where Damn. I'm at with that. Yeah, man. Motherfucker. Um, Sped through that shit. Sped through, yes, but I think I'm also at like 30 hours in. Yeah, it's also not that long. No. So. I I really took my time with it. Um, and I gotta say, dude, this time around, it's like playing with a new set of eyes on the second playthrough. Um, now that I'm not like trying to constantly figure out who the good guys and who the bad guys really are... Because from the past, you know, few games mm-hmm. in the mainline series, there have been some curveballs. So, like, when we see someone like Director Clavel come out, I'm like, oh, great, is he going to be the bad guy like uh, Chairman Rose was? Yeah, you know that's I mean? immediately like, who I thought, too. Right. So, now that I know who the good characters are and who the antagonists truly are, I can invest into the characters again that, um, that I was kind of ambiguous on in my first playthrough like I really didn't know what to think um, so now I can truly kind of delve into their true natures and I'm man I'm enjoying this a lot more on my second playthrough and just kind of uh, getting to know everyone especially man it's kind of weird like director Clavel um, he's kind of he's kind of a really solid dude man who just has the best interest for all of his students in mind and like who takes like ownership and responsibility for a lot of his actions and just has a lot of self-accountability and I love that um, that man was ready to fall on his sword when it came to the whole team star thing um, and it really wasn't even his fault but he was he was there to fix it and came up with some great solutions in the end but like even in the beginning of the game like I think uh I think it's on the beach after your first battle with Nimona. Uh, Director Clavel and her are talking, and you can really see the generational gap because he was talking about like how we are so lucky because uh, we're able to record everything with the Pokedex in our pockets. Whereas when he was a uh, you know young and growing up, he had to record everything by writing it down. Like he didn't have access to this technology, and I'm like, damn, dude. Like, that's really cool to think about from the perspective of in-game, but it's also kind of a metaphor for who we are, too, as players, being able to look generationally. Like, I remember... Oh, yeah. 
playing True. red. Yeah, I remember playing red and blue, and I didn't have Cerebi. I had to write everything down that I wanted to do. We were like, hey, I need to find, you know, uh, what, like Pikachu in Viridian Forest or something like that. Or, yeah. like, you had to write everything down. And I'm like, this is kind of me in Director Clavel's shoes looking at the younger generation that Pokemon has sped up significantly. People have access to Cerebi at the click of a button that can tell them exactly where to find this, that, and this item. Or what will evolve this kind of Pokemon? Like, who in their right mind would think to evolve Malamar by turning their DS upside down? Like, Cerebi was there to help with that kind of stuff. Honestly. But back in our day, we kind of stood in Director Clavel yeah. shoes. Right. And that was really cool to see, man. Like, I, I, I liked going into this game not worrying about what's going to happen because I knew what was going to happen. But now I get to explore the story, and this is one of the most solid Pokemon stories that I think have ever been told. I think it's the best since Black and White. I agree, solidly. I would not dispute Honestly. that in the slightest. Um, or Black and White 2, one of the two. I... I, like, I, I'm not, I don't dislike X and Y, but it clearly beats that. <laughs> um, it beats all of the Alola games, hands down. Sword and Shield's not even close. Like, not even sword and shield is is not even in the conversation no at that point no and like, it's not even present this one takes three different story paths and ties them all together and makes me care about each and every one of them with arvin's being one of the saddest and most humbling pokemon experiences i've ever had mm-hmm. um i agree dude 100 percent. it's it's really fun to be able to to explore this game once again and I'm going to finish it and I'll add it to my list for the year but I'm trying to also like play with a new set of rules for myself too like and it's just it's just little things it's nothing crazy like I'm not doing uh like a nuzlocke or anything but like uh I put my I as soon as I evolved um into Meowscarada like I put it in the box and then I got, I think I told you, I, I wound up bringing Sobble to my team for Inteleon. So it wasn't even my starter, my, my starter that's on the team. And then I'm using Pokemon that I do not normally use yeah. or have never used at all. Like, weirdly enough, I've never used Lucario, but it's Sabrina's favorite Pokemon. So Lucario is actually the head star on my team right now. Oh, shit. Um, yeah. And then I love... Mareep as an evolutionary line, but I've never really used Ampharos outside of... Uh, oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I've never really used Ampharos outside of uh, Johto, so now that's on my team. Um, Ampharos is one of... is I have a, a few handful of Pokemon that no matter what game it is, they will be on my team, and Ampharos is 100% one of them. That's crazy. I love, like, I love the evolutionary line. I even like the Mega Evolution, and it's fucking glorious hair. It's one of my favorite shinies ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially uh, uh, Pink Mareep. Yeah, they're all pink. Yeah, and then uh, Bubblegum, Dark mm -hmm. Purple, Motherfucking Ampharos. Um, yeah, and then what else is on my team? Oh, Dragapult. So I, I will fault myself and say that Dragapult is on my team. That is my favorite Pokemon. <laughs> so that one's going to be on there. Yeah. Um, and then Houndoom. As I, I need my sixth Pokemon. Because I Mew is kind of just the placeholder since we got it from that event, but I haven't figured out my last Pokemon yet. But I got Houndoom on there as well. Um, Hell yeah! Yeah, I'm I'm having such a good amount of time. Like I can only like I haven't uh, thrown any kind of Pokeball outside of just a normal Pokeball 
I've not mm -hmm. bought any kind of Pokeball outside of a normal, so anything that I've found is just out th from, like, in the wilds and shit. You know how many, much time I can spend riding around on my bike just so picking much. items up? There's so it, much shit everywhere. It's so stupid. Once you it's, get the ability to, like, glide around and, like, double jump and shit, um, there is a ridiculous amount of rare candies, like, around your, your like, mom's house. Yeah, well... There's, there's like, seven of them. Almost sounded like an insult... <laughs> Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, legitimately, around your in-game mother's house, yes. there's like seven or eight rare candies, like on cliff sides and shit. <laughs> That's so bad. Um, but I will be going there now. I can promise you that. The house oh, yeah. is so beautiful, too. It is. A little choppy, but, you know. Yeah. We, we won't talk about that anymore. I'm glad you're replaying it, though, and I know you're replaying it for the sole fact of what I want to talk to you about, and that's the DLCs coming out in two weeks-ish, right? Uh, more like four. Ah! Is it? Is it yeah, not like, like the second week of September? It's like September 15th. Oh, God. No, it's September 13th, I think. Well, are you excited for it? Uh, 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 sure. What the fuck? We have returning Pokemon. Oh, let me just ask you. Yeah. When is the second one coming out? We don't know. I really thought the second one was coming out in December like a dumbass. I just want you to know that. No, it, we don't. We don't know. It's just December 2023. Because now. Or not December. The, it's winter 2023. Because now in the eShop it says uh, April 30th. Don't do that. I'm not kidding. That better I not be true. Mad. I swear to God. I'm going to look yep. it up right now. Yep. There's no way. Yep. Sorry to do that live on air. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. now I got to look. Pokemon DLC. If, it says, if I look this up, Dylan, and it says April 30th, bro. I... Yeah, 430. Sorry for everyone that just listened to me guzzle water. Austin, do you know what water is? Sorry. Uh, I don't know why that got so yeah. personal. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, I'm drinking some right now. Oh, I do. Uh, no, on, on Pokemon's website, it does still say uh, the Indigo Disc is slated for release winter 2023. Okay, well, that so, makes me happy. That's probably so maybe, just a placeholder. Yeah, eShop's gaslighting. God damn it, eShop. Let's pretend like the eShop is a good service. Yeah. Uh, um, it's not, but it's yeah, I'm excited, dude, because I got returning Pokemon coming back. And let's talk about all the starters coming back, dude. That's never fucking happened. Yeah, dude, we we haven't. Unfortunately, we do have to wait uh, until the Indigo Disc for that one. Okay, but that's Which that's kind of sucks. Um, also, the DLC I actually want to play. Yeah, um, but we have not had. We have not had a, every single starter in a Pokemon game since Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Dude, I'm so excited because some of the ones that don't get love, uh, namely my fucking favorites, are going to be back in the game. Chikorita coming in hot. Chikorita. I can't wait. Totodile, bro. Totodile and wait. Cyndaquil. Cyndaquil's already in the game. I know, but it's the Johto Trio coming yep. alive at you. Yep, yep, yep. That's actually also Cyndaquil's on my team in my Violet playthrough right now. Oh hell yeah, dude! I have send on my whole team in my Violet playthrough right now is Spurgatito, uh, Cyndaquil, and a shiny Froakie. 
Oh, so you're just running straight. So that's what I was going to say, man. The possibilities of, like, breeding for shinies and just having all-starter shiny teams and stuff, that sounds super yeah, fun Yeah, like, um, uh, every time I replay, or not replay, I guess, but every time I play the opposite version of what I started with, uh, I always like to do a starter trio. Yeah. Even if that's they're not cool. the same generation, it still feels cool to have different, at, at least one starter for fire, water, and grass. <coughs> Ow, See, COVID. I th- <laughs> it's okay. All it's right. not real anymore. It's yep. Nope. Definitely <laughs> not. Um, but yeah, I just think it would be cool to like have. I don't know. Just like because there's only so much you can do with fire, water, uh, grass, but then you can have the counterbalancing types, like how Skeledurge mm-hmm. could balance out, uh, fucking. Is there uh, Delphox or something like that? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, wow, Delphox. Well, that's, that's the only psychic starter, I think. And it's also the worst starter. Uh, Chestnut does exist. I think Chestnut's better. Oh, my God. Not going to lie. Not, not down with that furry bait they went with. I hurt with that one because I'll take my spiky hedgehog. I don't know. Now that I'm looking at it, I mean, like, what is it, dude? Like, it's it's a hedgehog. Okay, it started as a hedgehog, or (laughs) some still a hedgehog. Chest. What what are those things called? Chipmunks. Started as one of those, and then it turned into. A fucking long-arm Digimon that has the head of a chipmunk. He said it turned into a Digimon. (laughs) As most Pokemon do now. Yeah, the whole bi... uh, Not sexual, what's the other word? Bipedal shit that has been happening (laughs) with, like, Quaxley and Meowscarada. Well, birds are (laughs) bipedal anyway. This is true. <laughs> I will give you that. He said, <coughs> wait a minute. Um, yeah, Chestnut, I just looked it up. It's supposed to be like an armadillo. No, you can't say, yeah, I just looked it up. Like, this whole time you said armadillo. You said... No, I definitely said hedgehog. Okay. Oh, if you would have just said, I definitely said armadillo, <laughs> gaslit me like that. Holy shit. All I right. wish I would have. What were we just... T- no, ducks... Absolutely bipedal, but there's, 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 uh, you know, let's not turn it into uh, that. Like, it's looking <laughs> like it's wearing a fursuit. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of weird that I just shat on Delphox the way I did, but I, I fucking love uh, Quaxley's last evolution. I can't Yeah, that thing's poking its little duckly ass out, dude. You can't <laughs> say shit about it, Delphox. <laughs> it looks like I, I love the Quaxley line so much. Because it Quaxley, is straight out of JoJo. Yeah. Yup. Quaxley has the same exact fucking hairdo as Josuke from Part Four, and uh, its last evolution looks so fucking goofy. It, like if you showed me that and told me it was a stand from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, I would believe you, a hundred percent. And I, that's why I like it so much because it fits. But then Del Fox is just. <sighs> You know, it's just there. You know what it's else just, is just there? The stupid Prim Arena. The fucking dumbest fucking starter. Let me tell you what I they could have done. 
Let me tell you what they should have done. Is this turning into a Pokemon argument episode? It doesn't have to be an argument, but it's turning know. into a Pokemon episode. <laughs> it feels like so, one now. Look, this is what they should have done. My favorite starter... Uh, one of my favorite starters came from Alola, and that's Decidueye. Uh-huh. Okay. Love me some ghost types. Love owls. Great. Here's what they should have done. Primarina, let's be real with one another right now. Okay? Uh-huh. It is a very feminine Pokemon. Yeah. Very. 100%. Tell me why it has an 11% female spawn rate and an 88% male spawn rate, right? All right. Yeah. Here's where I'm going. I'm not mad about this. They could have taken Alola and done something brand new, and I would have said split evolutions for the starters. So it could have been okay. like, a, like a mermaid Primarina, and then the like the ne- whatever her dad is Neptune, like him, like yeah, the trident toting motherfucker. Like he okay. could have had. A, you see what I'm saying? And then the yeah. could have had the archer thing going, but then like uh, another kind of like stealth-based rogue for its split-off. And then Incineroar has the giant fucking wrestler, right? Well, then make another one. Like a little MMA fighter or something like that. Like, do something different. But they specifically locked Primarina to the worst fucking... Oh, I hate it so much, Austin. It looks way... I'm okay. Dude, low punny, all about it. You want to guess what the spawn rate on that motherfucker is? (laughs) <laughs> better but okay just it could have been better uh-huh it could have been better so i i don't even know how this happened i don't know how this happened i don't know how i got the primarina <laughs> i think it's because we started talking about starters yeah. and then i started clicking pictures and this is t- I, I didn't want to end the show like pictures. this i'm so sorry justin not pi- <laughs> I'm on Cerebi. I'm on Cerebi. <laughs> All I Caught heard was the questionable <laughs> pictures. Caught. I'm on Cerebi, dude. Uh, uh, <laughs> you're wrong. Primarina's design is cool. Just even if they would have done the shiny in something that's better, but no, yeah, they turned it into a blonde-haired Cinderella. Yeah, shiny sucks. All, uh, all of the all of the shinies for uh, honestly, a lot of Alola shinies suck. I'm just gonna be honest. Okay, you look the Sidui in the eye and you say that to its face. No, I'm, oh, uh, hold on. There are some exceptions. Decidueye is one of them. One of the uh, best shinies in Pokemon. Uh, now you're taking it a little too one. far. Because um, <laughs> Incineroar shiny exists. Um, but, uh, I don't, I, no. I'm not saying it's bad. Have you seen a shiny Litten, bro? That is the cutest thing on the planet. Yeah, it's, it's it gives me cuteness aggression. Like it's one of the puntable cats. <laughs> but the is a straight badass with its black cape and teal robes and red X going across its chest. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're not doing this. We're not ending the show like this. Are you excited for the DLC in a month? Oh, I mean no, but I'm gonna play it anyway. Why aren't you excited for it? I don't know. They haven't given me a reason to be yet, honestly. 
I that's not entirely true. I I really like the premises of these DLCs. Um, like I think having to fight another elite force sounds really cool. I just hope they're better. Um, yes. I hope it's more challenging. Uh, I hope they, if they're not going to make it more challenging all around the board, I hope they at least give me a difficulty setting to make it more challenging. Um, I'm excited for the starters coming back because that's, that's just, that's so fun. Uh, um, I'm curious to see, and it doesn't look like they are. So I'm curious to see if they are going to, uh, bring back every legendary again. Um, with Hoopa's rings. Now you could entirely already be able to transfer certain uh, legendaries in from Pokemon Home. Uh, I do believe that there are a couple that you can go ahead and do that with. Um, like I think Arce- I think Arceus and the Creation Trio are able to be brought in. Uh, I could totally be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure that's the case. Um, but I just wonder if they are going to make them catchable uh, in game again. Um, they probably feel like they don't have to, and honestly, they totally don't. They've they've been catchable in every fucking game ever, so you know, they they don't have to. Um, but it would be nice, for, I guess. It would, I guess it would be nice for for newcomers, but I I don't know, man. I I really want to know what the difference is, like. But I I guess there's no way to probably accurately gauge that or read that, but. Uh, I'm very curious to to see how many Scarlet and, Vi- and Violet players are brand new players compared to uh, veteran players. Well, here's a question for you. We know that in the Team Star dialogue, the the whole premise was they were being bullied and they eventually banded together and made Team Star to stand up against the bullies. They did that. The bullies got had this whole, like, holy shit what are we doing? We're in over our heads. And they wound up leaving the school and going somewhere Mm. else. Do you think a part of this DLC is we're going to see the initial bullies of Mm. team star? No. What the fuck? Because that's too good. Because Nintendo would never do that. Honestly, because that's like, why would they, why would they tie up any loose ends? You know, why why would they do that? When I saw the school and I was replaying, through this shit, I was like, maybe we'll we'll get a tie-in. I could be wrong. I could 100% be I wrong, but be I don't think that I am. Uh, I think that's the case. See, well, God forbid I have a good idea. See, just make me a Pokemon writer, dude. I'd be Honestly. the happiest motherfucker in the world. God, they'd be significantly better than what they are right now. Yeah, I just, well, just let me do it by myself. True, I guess. I don't know. Scarlet and Violet was pretty good. Scarlet and Violet was great. I could do it better. Sword and Shield, on the other hand, though. Yeah, trash. Like, when you talk about Pokemon stories and you're comparing the different games, like, Sword and Shield is so far out of the conversation that it's the kid in the corner, like, huffing paint. It's so oh, far no. removed from the discussion that it's, it's, See, it's not even See, I think that's the Alola games. <laughs> I think that that's also X and Y, but that's, Oh, you know. my God. All right. I'm ending the show. <laughs> I'm not doing this. Is it over? For real? Are we done? Yeah, I'm done because I'm not dealing with your X and Y slander. Um, we've made it an hour deep. That's yeah. That's all we I owe think these that people. that's. <laughs> I think that's. I think that that's good enough content. I think that okay. that, that should satisfy. Yeah, we usually these specials run about an hour, and then 
then we, you know, save all the the sustenance for uh, the next episode. Yeah. Where we all get on here with our big meaty updates. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, you know what's next. As always, you can find us on social media for all things Culture Bop, Hunting Pixels, and the Culture Bop family of content. You can find Culture Bop on Instagram at Culture (coughs) underscore Bop on YouTube at YouTube.com slash C slash Culture Bop. You can find it on Twitch at Culture Bop. I say it. It's actually Josh. He is not an it. He is a collective. He is a hive mind of everything that we are. And that's where you can find them. Yep. Josh is available on Twitter at the uh, oh the Bebopman182. Where is the underscore Bebopman? Was that his Twitch before? Uh, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Oh, okay. You can find him on Instagram <laughs> at Bebopman182 as well. Um, Austin and I are... Well, we have some news. We're not on social media anymore. That's pretty much it. So, we're not there. Don't look for us anywhere. We're off the radar um austin uh he works a lot and i work even more and our social lives are so full that uh you know so many friends and family that just wants to hang out all the time we don't have uh, time to post social media updates anything like that you know just living lavish it's just parties like every other day it's so crazy how easily you just lie through your teeth. Like, you don't even skip a beat. I've had 32 years to practice. <laughs> um, that being said, though, the lies stop here when I say <laughs> we have a patron. Patri- pa- we have a Patreon. I'm the patron of the Patreon. Haha. I'm not. That is true, actually. You unsubbed? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I'm still All here. Right. Uh, we, d- we do have a pa- uh, Patreon. So if you're looking to sapizzle the pod kizzle or any of the endeavors that we're undertaking as Culture Bop, then go to patreon.com slash culture bop and toss us a pledge. We're offering some very cool perks, and once we start hitting our goals, even more content will be on the way. I can tell you right now, our good old founder and content man himself, Josh Absent McMullen, has a 64-game tournament going on where the patrons get to decide from this. I think it's 64 games. I could have totally pulled that out of my ass. Um, it is, I think. Okay. I think so right. we, we vote from the 64 in a bracket-style system all the way down to the number one game, and whatever game wins, he has to play it by, I believe, year's end um, for the patrons Something and like do like a little spoiler cast on. So um, go toss us a pledge, support him, vote in that, make him miserable, vote for Pokemon Crystal. That is... <laughs> That is what I would like to Or say. just I would do what I do and vote for whatever game you think he'll enjoy the least. That's amazing because... Or take the longest. A part of me has done that, and then a part of me has done the one where... Um, did you say take the longest? Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's also what I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, Poor Josh. Yeah, but also I didn't want him to replay like Lunar 2 or anything, so I was like, I'll vote the other game. Is that the game where the girl's eyes are so far apart? Uh, anyway. Yes, it is. Uh, that's definitely the end of this episode. We don't have picks of the week this week because it's a special Ooh. episode. And we're saying our pick is to go fuck yourself. Because... Whoa. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> Yikes. Our pick 
is that you have a great week and you tune in next week. Yeah, good save. And you... It so wasn't. <laughs> no, not at all. Just edit that part out, Josh. I know you're probably... Oh, oh he's not um, going to do that. He's not. It's definitely still on the show. <laughs> um, what was I doing? Oh, yeah, ending it. So until next time, <laughs> which is next week, goodbye. Goodbye.